I can be your sunshine. I could call you my baby boy. You can call me your baby girl. Maybe we should spend some time. I can be your sunshine. Oh, damn. That song has been jamming in my head. You ever, uh, you ever find a song on, especially nowadays on these streaming you find playlists and stuff like I found this 90s hits playlist and it's essentially a 90s R&B playlist and most of the songs I've heard before right not here like ah oh, yes oh baby and uh, let me hold you well they called it 90s hits but there's a couple early 2000s but hey you know what you let it slide because you know what let me hold you baby um <laughs> like a romance supposed to uh and uh you know, there's some, I'm so into, I think, I think it's actually more of a early 2000s, but you know, we're not going to get into the technicalities. Um, it's a lot of Ashanti featuring on any Ja Rule song. Ashanti is like the best feature in music history. She's literally not on a bad song. Now, I'm going to be honest, I don't know a whole lot of her own, like, well, she, I take that back, because she has a Foolish, um... Well, always on times with Ja Rule. Jesus Christ, I'm real. But that's Jennifer Lopez. What's love got to do? She's got Foolish. Uh, yeah, look. I think it's fair to say... You you know, it was actually the first time I saw Shanti was Coach Carter. When she was the one player's girlfriend slash uh, baby mom. But they were actually together. But that was the first time, I and I didn't even realize. Like, wait, this is the same woman that is on all these hits. She got all the hits, boy. Fuck Drake. She got all the hits, girl. And uh, get it, shoddy. Uh, Jesus, let that sit in your loins. Uh, okay, Clint, that went south side. Okay. But no, you know, uh, uh, but you, you ever come across a song, and it's not about being nostalgic, it's not about living in the past per se, but you listen to the song, you're like, holy fuck, like, I completely forgot about this, right? And, like, the hook, and the hook is, like, by the girl, like, the rap by Lil Flip, it's alright, but you know what, I can, I, I got, like, honestly, I could just listen to the chorus, you know, like, on YouTube and stuff, they have just, like, hour loops of songs. Like, you can literally just listen to an hour straight of a song. Someone's made a video or whatever to make it convenient for you. I could literally just listen to an hour of sunshine. I could call you my baby boy. You could call me your baby girl. Maybe we could spend some time. I can be your sunshine. And boy, I can, uh, and ladies, I can brighten up your day like the Teletubby sunshine. Because, boy, you can rub my tubby and suck my titties. And welcome to episode 146 of the Off and Beat Podcast. And remember, most importantly, suck some titties. But yes, welcome to episode 146. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Um, recording this at 11.17 a.m. Eastern on May 21st. Yes. May 21st, recording this on a Saturday, um, actually, I'm in a really vibrant, 
I'm in a positive vibes mood. God, I fucking... I, I don't care how good of a mood I am. I fucking hate the word positive vibes. But you know what? I'm gonna let it slide. Like a her. Let's slide. A, A. And uh, this one just slid home real quick. Um, but yeah. Uh, had a great day. I've had a good morning so far. You know, I've been on this weird thing. I, ever since I've been really active. Ever since, like, I've been really on this regimented workout schedule slash work and everything. I I can't sleep for more than, like, four hours at a time. I'll just wake up and I'll be, like, full of energy. I feel like one of those fucking weirdos that can, like, sleep three hours and be full of energy. When I used to have to sleep, like, nine or ten, I'll, like, sleep four hours and then I'm going to, like, be tired as hell in a few hours. I can't go back to sleep. And I'm like, well, I can just sit here and stare at my half-bruised toe. Or... Maybe it's a sign. It's Saturday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go get some in. You, you know, get the body going. And boy, I'm so glad I did it. Uh, and you you know what really is coming to light? I'm going to get, nah, kind of, not too serious. But I think it's very important when something comes to your mind. It's very important to act on it. Now, you know, don't go shoot up a grocery store. Um. Not shout out, it's not appropriate time to say shout out, but uh, condolences to Buffalo people who died. But, uh, yeah, maybe if you have those thoughts, don't act on it. But if you have an act on, but if you have thoughts like, you know what, I really need to do this. Like, you know what, I should go do this. Some is like, you know what, I need to go get gas. I need to go for a drive. I need to go get something to eat. I need to go get work done. And some that involves productivity. Going to the gym especially. Um go do it. Because the angst that you'll get by not doing it will sit in you all day. And there's also studies that say I think Andrew Huberman said it on a well he's not the only one, but Literally, what you do the first 30 minutes to an hour that you wake up will literally dictate everything, your mood, the way you go about it, how you're going to feel about things the rest of your day. That's why they always say don't go in your fucking phone the second you wake up. It's terrible. Not saying like, you know, don't check anything, but like don't don't get caught. Like check if you have any phone calls or whatever. But other than that, drink some water. Go shower. Go do what you got to do. Get ready for the day. But do not go on your phone. Because you go on your phone and it already sets the precedent. You're setting the tone for the day. You know, you you, you are literally setting the mark that you are going to be a lazy fuck that day. And I don't like to call people that because, you know, I'm in no position. Like, I'm a lazy fuck in some ways. But you are setting... you, You are setting the tone. It's like if you go on a date. And you set the tone from the beginning that you're in a shitty mood or you're mad about something. Even if after five minutes you try to be in a good mood, the other person already knows. And it like really fucks and throws everything off. And at best, maybe like 60% of the day, you kind of find some normalcy. But you already kind of set the tone that you're a shitty attitude. Like there's nothing worse than when you go on a date with someone and one of you has a shitty attitude. About something, or you're just kind of eh. Like, there's, and I'm not speaking recently, of course, but look, it's happened. And, you know, I've been guilty of it. Like, I've gone, like, I've been 
and you look back like, you know, I could have just not. But then if you cancel the date, then, you know, that didn't go well either. Um, but there's nothing worse than when you're wits on a date with someone and they just are not interested in nothing, right? Like, it's just not their day or it's never their day because they're just kind of boring. And it really is like that for you as an individual. You start your day, and if you set the tone literally from what you do, it's basically like a first impression. You know, first impression, like, if you do some weird off a first impression, it's really hard to recoup that and get that out of someone's mind. Like, if someone walks in on you, and you're getting fucked in the ass, it's going to be hard for them to look at you, you try to go up and spit some game, be like, oh, yeah? You know, girl, I can, uh... Could show you a thing or two. She's just gonna look at you and be like, uh, seems like someone has shown you a thing or two. Um, AP, uh, ain't no plug. Uh, you know, you, you really, it, once someone sees something about you or sees a version or sees a type of behavior from you, it's really hard to get that out of it. It takes a long time to get out of your head. Now, someone walks in and you've getting fucked in the ass. Um, I don't think that's ever coming out of their head. You know, even though uh, they came in yours. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, look, it's seriously. It, it's a... Uh, and, and it's a daily type of... It's a daily... Under, it's really understanding how you operate. And really, the only way you know how you operate is trial and error. And uh, sometimes you got to be your own sunshine. Now all I could fucking think about is Teletubbies and Raisin Bran. Because all I think about is the Raisin Bran box with the fucking baby in the middle. I think it's a baby. It kind of looks like Thomas the Train. I can't tell if it's a baby or Thomas the Train. And they put a little sun around it and it's a purple box. And they just have a random scooper. Like if you go to Whole Foods and pay 15 bucks for like half a pound of macadamia bullshit nuts and then throw some M&Ms in there and call it even. It's like, it's, it's not trail mix at that point. It's like you got 70% M&Ms and then you threw a couple like highly salted sugary almonds and shit. I'm not saying don't enjoy your trail mix, but let's not, you know, let's stop this kick of we are these health weirdos. Like, I fuck, like by the way, have you ever actually gone to a park and actually seen someone eating trail mix? I feel like trail mix is for wannabes. Like, uh, trail mix, you know, trail mix is like for people that go to the gym and they just walk on the treadmill for eight minutes and then go back to their car and then, you know, do whatever the rest of the day. Like, do what you want. It's your job. I'm not, anything's better than nothing. But don't sit here and say you're like an environmentalist. Don't sit here and act like you're, like you're going to sit here and hike the Appalachian Mountains and then find capapras or whatever those weird otter looking animals type of shit like don't say and say you're gonna ride on the back of a moose and then film it and call it rocky and bullwinkle it's like nah it's like you might as well just eat a fucking three musketeers it's basically the same nutritional value but hey it, there's nothing worse than posers and trail mix honestly trail mix is for posers Oh, we are back potting. Trail mix is for posers. By the way, I don't know if you ever read like nutritional facts for granola bars. Most granola bars that you get at the store are complete horseshit. 
I like the first legitimate granola bar that was worth the shit was because I learned from a like a 10th or 11th grade English teacher who introduced he's like this health nut type of thing. He introduced us to Cliff Bars. And I was like, ah, oh, Jesus, whatever. And you know what I started doing? I actually tried them. He, he, I think he gave like a little bit for everyone to try. And I was like, this shit's actually good. And I actually started like going, I go to the store, get a couple, you know, they, they weren't crazy expensive. It was like a dollar or something. And they fill you up. And it was good for, you know, when you're exercising and stuff in your youth. Um, but. It's like these natural granola, but, you know, it's sugary and shit, but it's at least natural. Not these bullshit, chewy, Quaker, s'mores fucking flavors. Like, if, if it's s'mores, if it's insert name brand candy, or they try to say, ooh, it's oatmeal flavor. It's like, fuck you, chocolate chip. And then you read it, it's like 18 grams of added sugar. For a fucking mini, like you might as well be one of those weirdos that get the cereal breakfast. Yeah, you remember those cereal, those cereal bars? Like it would be tricks, uh, be like cinnamon toast crunch, and it'd be like the breakfast bars. It'd be like, what the fuck are we doing? I had like I've had one of those. Like I didn't like I felt like absolute shit after. Like you were better off eating the cereal. Because at least you get maybe some milk. Even though they say milk is not good for you. It fucks up your digestive system. I don't know. When I was um, when I was consuming milk on a daily basis. Because that's what your school would say. Hey, drink. It doesn't matter. You could drink a uh, freaking 12 ounces of chocolate milk a day. It doesn't matter the added sugar. It's as long as you get the milk. Um, I don't know. It worked for me. I was in, you know, I was a, you know. Killing it in the gains. It helps. It certainly helps. Uh, it helps you keep your weight up, uh, as J. Cole would say. Uh, and by the way, for uh, the drink for today, it's not really sponsored, but for the drink, our sponsor is uh, Dunkin' Donuts. I'm actually drinking an iced coffee since it is 11 a.m. But no, nah, man, these fucking posers... These wannabe, uh, act, not activists, activists is a completely different field, but these fake active people. And by the way, when I was, when I was, uh, running on the treadmill today, I got, I, I was, I went to Planet Fitness today, even though I have like fucking four different gym memberships, it's a waste of, but you know, hey, convenience is convenience, baby. And on these, one of these TVs, right, I don't know why they had a, you know, they had one with a Fox News station. Of course, they and then like two TVs over there, CNN, like, what are you trying to start playing in fitness? I think you're supposed to be, it's supposed to be no judgment free zone. And then you're going to have fucking the two most divisive judgmental stations in the fucking world that do nothing but just cause judgment. I find that interesting. And you could tell like the people like on the ellipticals in front of you, you could see they're all just staring at those stations because anyone 50 and above all they care about. It's fucking politics for some reason. Did you know Dr. Oz? Yes, the Dr. Oz, the one from Oprah, the one at the Dr. Oz show, is running for, like, governor of Pennsylvania. What do you know? The Mr. Health Freak is... What is he gonna do? Close down the Hershey factory? Hmm? You gonna cost jobs? Yeah, you didn't think of that, did you? 
Ah, uh, Jesus. What a cuck. I don't know why. He just seems like a skinny little fucking... Ah, uh, jeez. I like Dr. Oz. Nothing personal. But, you know what? I just found that interesting. But, um... Yeah, and then there was like a one... And the one that I kept paying attention to because it was in my lineage. I'm not going to sit here and turn my neck on a turnstile to fucking find the sports one. Which didn't seem to be in any plain sight. You know, because especially when you go to her in a busier time. You know, people like all the treadmills are kind of taken. So, like, you, you can't really just sit here and be like, I'm not going to fit in between when there's four people in a row and then there's one in the middle. I'm not going to just jump in if there's, like, an open space. So, I went to where this kind of open space is, like, you get by one, there's another by, whatever. And so, in my line, in my sights, in my uh, vision, ironically, I was I was watching... A fucking infomercial about someone selling wine in a can, right? Now, wine is typically, you know, in glass bottles. And I'm sure if you go, like, Quick Trip or some type of big gas station, they'll probably have, like, wine in a, you know, Bud Light seltzer type of can. Or, you know, they have Liquid Death which is advertised like it looks like it's alcohol, but it's really just water. And people pay like $1.80. And they, they, the selling point is, oh, you're saving plastic. It's like, okay, but I'm paying $1.80 for water. Maybe it's more refresh. Maybe it's more in capped. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's better than the Aquafina. I'm sure it's better than the Dasani. But, you know, that's like saying... Getting a foot massage from your grandmother is not going to be as good as when you go to, you know, Asian massage number six. It's like, uh, one's going to go the extra distance, if you get what I'm saying. Well, let's hope your grandmother doesn't go the extra distance. Because, uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer rubbing in between my toes on, you know, July 13th. Um... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said July 13th. I just said literally a random fucking day. I didn't want to say my birthday. I didn't want to say. Well, why are reindeers flying on July 13th? I don't know. Why are they flying on December 24th slash 25th? I don't know. So, you know what? Fuck it. Um, and that's what she said. And I proceeded. Um, <laughs> you don't have to more than just home. Um, thanks, Tori. Oh, Tori. But yeah, no, I was watching an infomercial of charging 120 bucks for like an 8-pack of canned wine. Yes, it was tall cans, but still, 120 bucks. And it was on like the CW Atlanta, the CW channel. The only reason why I knew that is because before the infomercial, before the infomercial started... It said, the following does not represent the views of the CW Atlanta. It does not represent, uh, does not uh, specifically express how we view and everything. And I'm like, okay, well, what are we about to watch? And it is, it's this bitch, sorry, excuse the language. An old, that's not nice. A uh, it's it's a uh, 
seasoned lady. More a uh, more seasoned old bay chicken, baby. Well, nah, old bay's more for seafood. And uh, oh, Miss Old Bay, come and see my food. Season my food. I need you, baby. I need you. Um, but yeah. And I was just sitting there. Well, not say I was. I was running slash. I wouldn't really say running, but you know, pacing along. And I was just sitting there, fascinated. I'm like, this person, you know, the art of a saleswoman, or in this case, a saleswoman, the art of someone to try to sit here and basically have a HelloFresh version for wine, which by the way, these HelloFresh delivery food things, health kits, these blue aprons, HelloFresh, probably Nutrisystem, but Nutrisystem is like packaged frozen food. HelloFresh is one of the biggest fucking scams ever i look i i i got dragged i got dragged in i I, I remember i remember the exact day too because it was literally i i remember the year it was december 10th or 11th three years ago 2019 because i remember we went out i went out for my dad's birthday at italian restaurant and before earlier in the day i i went to the gym nearby not the gym they were having a little um, I had like a little table over there and someone was there basically being a, it looked like a convention, but like it was just at the front area and it was like, it looked like a dual partnership with the gym and this person who was selling, basically trying to convince you to sign up for HelloFresh. And I was in a hurry and they were stopping like, Hey, would you, I'm like, eh. and they're like, come on. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Whatever. So I was a nice guy and I listened. And I was like, you know what? After that was given the pitch, I was like, this seems a little skeptical. But at the same time, you know, she, she seemed nice and stuff. And, you know. And that's why I have trust issues. Um, <laughs> because after this, so I'm like, you know, let me sign up for it. Like all these, op- when they show me the options for like these course meals, it's like, they always have these great fucking names. I gotta give it to them. It'll be like some orange chicken mandalay on this on the Taj Mahal season bill or whatever the fuck. It'll be like the it'll be like some duck wings. Like they'll have some sesame duck wings with chipotle rice filet mignon and all this shit in it. And you're like, damn, this is some really cool shit. And then you look at the price, it's like it's a little pricey, but you know what? For convenience, they're going to send all the shit to me. You know what? Cool. Let me try it out. You know, I keep seeing my advertisements. Every fucking podcast I listen to at the time, advertising HelloFresh, and I'm like, hello, let's get uh, fresh and busy. And you know what happened? So literally a week later, I ordered thing. I pick out every single meal I wanted and all that shit. You know, I got sent... I got sent in a bag. I'm not even exaggerating. For this one, it was supposed to be some chicken. It was supposed to be some chicken meal, right? Just some kind of simple, but with like dressings and sides and other items. And you know what I got? I got a I got a brown bag. Like you a big bag you would get from fucking Sonic if you had a mega if you order like twelve two foot long conies, right? And in the bag, it was a fucking lime, 
a lime, right? Because it was like some cilantro chicken bullshit. I don't know. Some, some lime. It was like a package of like some salt pepper mixed seasoning. It's like, what, you don't think people have fucking salt and pepper at their house? Like, even if I'm ordering this, you know, you should assume I have salt and fucking pepper, right? And it came with like a little package of chipotle sauce, right? And a few other miscellaneous side items. But you know what was missing? The rice and the chicken. And so I like, I feel like, and then the other bags, it's missing the protein. It's missing the actual food to make this shit happen. So I'm sitting here wondering, like, did they forget? So I asked, like, my roommate, my brother, I'm like, and they're like, I don't know. I looked it up. And then I th- I actually called. I actually called, like, I'm like, hey, you know. I think you guys forgot my chicken and my rice and my other meats and fishes for the other meals. And they're like, well, no, you, you, you have to go to the store and get that. And I'm like, I have to go. The whole point of this is so I don't have to go to the fucking grocery store. You're the grocery store. You're hello. Fresh as I'm is. Here's your shit in a bag. So you tell me I still have to go to the store and pay for the more expensive parts? Like all this other bullshit. Like, what? It's like I could have got this shit for a couple bucks in total and probably got bigger. I could have got like a bottle of sauce and this shit would have lasted me months. And you want to fucking send me a little packet and basically charge me like 40 bucks when you equivalent everything for a bag of food for a meal? It's like, well, you could serving size, five servings. It's like, what, what, what are you feeding? A baby with no formula since there's none to have? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, so I still have to go to the fucking store and get the meat and the carbs, the rice, the veggies. And you're going to look at me with the straight face and charge me this exponential price? Are you fucking serious? Basically, you just, basically, the whole idea, like, you could just sell recipe books, and then people go buy the shit. How about that? Don't try to sell, because I still have to go to the store and buy the fucking chicken. I'm not good at cooking chicken, but if I'm going to not cook chicken well, at least be the chicken that you sent me. I mean, Jesus. I was actually so, I was so disappointed. I was so ready to cook and just light some shit up. I was like, yes. I'm going to get my diet and life back in order. I was so disappointed. I remember the next day. Or I remember when I got it. I remember that night. I was like, I, I want nothing to do with this. I put the shit in the fridge. And I think I went to go like get Burger King or some shit. And I never eat Burger King. But I was so disappointed that... I was so disappointed in myself, and I hit a low point, that I went to the lowest of lowest common denominators of low-end food, when I just thought I was going to get some decent cuisine, and I got fucking Burger King. 
So yeah, hello fish is <laughs> hello fish. Hello fishy. Hello fishy handshake and yo potang. Um Oh, there's a uh, more Sam. Uncle Salmon. <laughs> oh Jesus. The Mercury. But yeah, no, nah, it was it was atrocious. Uh, and you know what ended up happening? I never cooked a goddamn thing from that. I think one night I tried to cook some bullshit in a pan, some shell, and I was just like, and I fucked up some shit. I'm like, fuck it. And I just left it in the fridge for like two months till it started smelling. Then I threw it out. And like that, that was like a hundred plus bucks of an L I've ever taken in my life. And they had the audacity to keep emailing me when I didn't. Renew my subscription after that month. They had a lot of audacity be like, you, you sure you don't want to do this again? It's like, no, fuck you. I, the whole point of this whole thing is so I don't have to go get the shit. You're supposed to send me the shit. If I go, uh, that's like, that's like going to five guys, Right? And they give you the buns, the lettuce, the cheese, and everything. They give you maybe the fries if they're nice. But then you still have to go to the store and buy the meat patties. Like, what the fuck are we doing? What am I paying for? No, I want you to squeeze the buns, the grease, and wrap it in the shit. Hello? Jesus. You can't make the shit up, man. You can't make it up. Um, but yeah, I know these, these fucking active wannabe trail mix looking ass people. I've never actually seen someone in the mountains when I've gone to public parks. I've never seen a single person have a thing of trail mix on them. You know why? Because real ones for anything don't do what's commercialized. Think for themselves. They're like, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know. Like you just. Bring some oranges or some shit. Eat an apple. People just bring whatever. Not fucking trail mix. Jesus. I also think trail mix is also like more of an old people thing. Like old people are really into peanuts and shit. Young young people don't really eat peanuts. You know, one, peanuts are partially way too expensive. I don't know, like a jar, like a can of planter's peanuts can be like seven or eight bucks. And although they taste fucking good, oh, it's sweet and salty, baby. Um, but it, it's just, it, it's not enough bang for the nut. It's not. It will uh, cash you down. Okay, I'll uh, cash you out at the fucking grocery store because, you know, I had to go buy the fucking actual food. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial is still going on. I kind of stopped keeping up with that shit weeks ago. And I wasn't really keeping up with it, but a lot of YouTube channels got big. All these all of a sudden attorney channels, these law channels all of a sudden. If you started a law channel and just covered the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial, 
you would have got like a million subscribers in like a week and a half. If you just put out clips and shit of streaming and shit from it. It's actually, it's been the hottest trending topic above the Ukraine. The Ukraine. But above the war in Russia, Ukraine. Which, by the way, is still going on. Even though it don't really feel like it. Because I literally have not seen a single news story about it in like three weeks. It was like a hot thing for a week and a half. Like, I stand with Ukraine. It's like, it's like, oh, really? Um, because you haven't talked about it since. Do you just think it stopped? Not because I actually looked at like, there's still like some, hey, they're still dropping bombs. A child was injured. A couple people died here. It's not the mass as it was at first, but shit is still happening. But yet Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It's just this, it's just fascinating thing that people actually give a fuck about because it's realistic that it could happen to them. There's a relatable aspect to it. Everyone's been, most people have been with a crazy bitch. Maybe not to Amber Heard's level, but look, man, I've, I've farted in some girl's bed, had a couple close calls, all right? Like, I'm, I may be considered the crazy motherfucker, you know, in the opposite role. I will say, though, well, if, I, I, I do think that the one aspect I do kind of find, and I know this is slightly unpopular, we, we also need to stop, like, pretending that Johnny Depp is 100% this ultimate victim. Like, this dude, like, let's not pretend like this dude doesn't have issues himself. Um, Amber Heard is guilty. She's a piece of shit. She's everything and a bu- in a bucket of cum, in a buck in a chum bucket, I should say. Um, she couldn't even get hired for a SpongeBob now. Oh, but uh, Aquaman is like, nah, fuck you, barnacle woman. Um, <laughs> that was a play on words. Huh, kind of good. But uh, she's guilty of everything. She's lying and everything, but. Johnny Depp is not this, like, saint type of person, either. This wasn't a dude that just got fucked over, lied to, and everything. Like, this dude stayed with someone who showed all these behaviors over time. And justified it all because it was intense love. And I, I think I mentioned a pretty, like... I don't want to sound like I'm victim blaming because he is a victim technically, but he also had like no backbone to just leave because there was a part of him that kind of enjoyed it. And I do think there is something about when people know that they are, they are kind of in a victim role in a situation, they kind of like to play on that. And all I'm saying is that I think Johnny Depp was, he's a heavy drug addict, heavy alcoholic, he's not abusive per se, but, well, I'm not even going to say but that, he's just, he's just not abusive, but this, this dude is not some dude without his own shit, so they were made for each other, and I don't necessarily feel bad for the situation he's in, because a lot of this shit could have been prevented, it wasn't it, from from what you can tell, this wasn't a situation where 
for five for like the first five years or however long they were i don't even think they were together that long but for like the first 90 percent of it everything was normal and then like the last month or two all this shit just fucking took place and it's just a brand new person like a lot of this shit he kind of already fucking knew about her there are traits about it and i don't know if you could hear well no because through the microphone but i don't know if you hear but there's raindrops and it's a teardrops on my window and um actually my guitar is actually right there in the corner so it is teardrops on my guitar because the window seal won't seal the the rain and uh as bruno mars would say it will rain and uh as the devil would say rain on me oh rain Uh, yeah, no, all I'll say is I haven't kept up with it really because of shit like, like it, it, it doesn't even feel like a trial anymore. It seems just more like, it's like, look, well, we already know what the deal is. What are we doing with all these testimonies? Stan? Like we, we know, we know she's lied. We know she lied about this. They, I, I think really, honestly, the whole purpose and it's always weird about why why is stuff in a courtroom made public in like for a video right like i understand the fake stuff the reality like judge mathis judge judy uh the cutler uh couple uh I understand because that's entertainment, but this is like real life. Like, this is real. And I know technically those reality shows, the cases are real, but everyone knows the deal. Like, it's, it's supposed to be exaggerated. Like, y- there's no lawyers there. There's no lawyers in the judge math. It is literally just the people going back and forth talking in a way that you would never be allowed to talk to in a courtroom. It's kind of like the movies. Like, in the movies, like... Uh, I, I was listening to someone, they said, and they broke it down how My Cousin Vinny is actually the most realistic, like, mainstream movie about courtroom, where it's actually pretty tame in what and how it's actually operated. They actually kept it very realistic at how a courtroom would operate. It's not just a bunch of people talking over each other and all this shit. But then you have the trial of Chicago 7, where it's just this order in the court. And it's like all this over-exaggerated, fun pun jokes, this quirky, blah, 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 which is good for entertainment. It's a movie, so I'm not, I'm not going to trip about it. But that's what it seems like this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing is. It's, it's, more, like a, it's more like something you would see in a movie script. But, they're follow, but they have to follow the actual court laws type of thing, like... You have to make sure you answer the questions directly and all this shit. And it just doesn't even feel like, uh, it doesn't even really feel like a legitimate case anymore. I've, I've never understood why, why are these, why is stuff that's supposed to be held in privacy where the reports will be public because by default, like, then then you're telling the jurors who you are going to trap in the hotel room every fucking day for two months because some bitch wants to fucking lie about abuse. And then this guy has to 
basically fight to get his name back and get some type of money and hold her accountable. That's what this whole case is for. And then you got these jurors that have to sit here and listen to this bullshit every day. And a lot of them have already probably made up their mind. And we're just dragging it out for entertainment purposes. And then you tell them every time before, uh, as a reminder, before we leave the court today, don't watch any media regarding this. Do not go on your phone. Don't go on, don't go on your phone and listen to everything. Even though it's the most trending fucking thing, don't go on your phone and see anything about it. Like you control if you put up Instagram and it's a clip of Amber Heard embarrassing herself or Johnny Depp laughing, making a joke, schooling. The person that's questioning him. Like well, what are we doing? Like I, I feel like in these like. Uh, in these trials. When it gets to a point where it's like. Alright this is pretty one sided. Let's just stop it here. We don't have to go through the three week technical process. There's going to be no information. Because you haven't presented any information. To me or the court that says. Hey this ain't working out for you. That there should be a mercy rule in law. Just be like, hey, look. We appreciate your ability to defend yourself and fight to the end. But this is wasting a lot of time. A lot of people's money. And jurors, they, the people that serve, like this is jury duty, right? You're serving your country. You're serving some bigger than yourself. And yes, you kind of get paid for it. But you're not really, for some for some for a good portion of them probably is probably less than they would if they're going to work and they're just listening to people think about like what a juror is you have to listen to people complain and go back and forth about self issues because they lack decency self-discipline control and just a grasp on reality and you have to listen to this shit for weeks, sometimes months in these trials. And then they throw you in some hotel where you can't watch the TV because all the fucking channels are going to be covering, all the local channels are going to be covering what the fuck happened today in court. What happened between Johnny Depp? And then you have legal analysts on these fucking shows talking about it. So what the fuck do you watch? What do you do? You have to live in isolation while the two people that are involved in all this just get to go home and they can listen and watch all the shit they want to, even though it's probably not recommended. But the jurors have to be biased or unbiased, and they just have to sit there and fuck themselves of any joy. It's crazy. Like, we we know the deal. There's no way this thing is going to end in... She's not guilty of defamation or whatever. Like, it's not going to happen. She's going to be found guilty. And she's probably going to serve some time, but it's probably not going to be a whole lot of time. Because simply for things like this, these, these aren't 50-year sentences. It's probably like three years or some shit. And then, of course, there's parole. But all this is literally just a spectacle. And I do think the message is bigger, that it's going to help people in the future. It's going to make people apprehensive the just accuse people to especially women to just accuse a man and not be held accountable if it found out like hey that was a fucking lie it's like oops kind of like when 
Kind of like when girls drive over curb. Oops. It's like, curb your enthusiasm. Okay, sorry. Always have to get that one off. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I like to know. I like to know. I want to know. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Oh. Uh. Uh. What's on, you know, what to talk about? Been a while, you know. I, well, not been a while, but it's been a while. Uh. I haven't felt, you know, this is this is the first time in a while I've felt this energized potting. You know, I feel sharp. I feel all my penis and cue cards. Um, that'd be weird if I was sitting on my penis. Uh, gosh, I'm such an immature fuck. I don't know how. Well, I know how. You know, you gotta wrap around. But what happens if when you wrap around, um, it wants to... Erect up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. If you know, you know. Morgan Wallen for Georgia Line. It's a Friday after five. That's what they sound like. I like for Georgia Line, but that, that's not Morgan Wallen. And Friday after fire, and I'm in a line of bobber when I come back. Uh. Uh. Tell me. Hey, if, uh. So, if you, uh. If you're trying to come over, why don't you. Over. Come your self-dependency issues and alcoholism. Okay. Um, come over, overcome. Uh, yeah. I just think uh, we have we have a propensis, pro, propensity. Jesus, I got a shit right now. Not gonna lie to you, but we're gonna get to it. Uh, we're gonna get through it because this shit's about to run through me. You see right through me. Honey, you do that shit. Ah, oh, Jesus. I knew I've, I fucking forgot to put the fucking laundry detergent. God damn it. I just got fucking wet ass, nasty clothes just sitting in the fucking washer. And you know what they're not doing? Washing. I guess you could say, uh, like this pod, it's been a wash. Alright, and I am whitewashing it. Uh, look at me, cultural. Oh, I'm a man of culture. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means, to be honest. Cook, you know the word? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Don't resist this band. Okay. God, it's so, it's so, it's so weird being in... Being in a being in shape is it's a weird thing. It feels like you're living. It honestly feels like you're living in a different world. Like you're the same person, but you're not. Like I have built this weird 
confidence about myself. That look, I've always been competently confident, right? Like I've never, well, I shouldn't say never, but you know, I've I've always held a grasp of confidence. But it's weird because now it's you don't even have to think about it, and you're just more naturally outgoing. You're just more comfortable in a lot of things. And like I said, as nothing. I shouldn't say no, but it has very little to do with how your body is and looks. It's about overcoming and actually how you feel. And what it gives, the power of having control of your body, if you know what I mean. You can't control me, baby, but I can control this body so we can make... Oh, baby. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, it always comes back to you, uh, but it, 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 there's an un there's a unexplainable. I can't really put in the words confidence in me right now that I haven't had in a long time, and it feels like I'm still the same person. Like my interests, what I like, and shit like that. I'm also just much more calmer. Like, I don't get angry about a lot of shit. Like, stuff that I used to get, like, uh, just pissfully, I could get pissfully angry about. Now it's like, eh, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It is what it is type of thing. Not all the time, but. Also, they just don't think you worry about a lot of things. Because your body's pretty, you're either tired or you're just. You know, you're like relaxed. You feel good. Yeah. But it feels like you live in in a different world. Because the whole, your world around you changes. But you are still like the same person. But the way people view you, look at you. You feel the looks different. And I don't say it like, I'm not trying to sound like a narcissistic douche. But like, when I go to the gym, I feel it. I feel the attention. I feel I feel that when I walk into when I walk into different areas of the gym, I like my aura, my presence takes over. Cause there's a lot you know what you really realize? You realize there's a lot of insecurity in how people operate and how dudes operate in the gym. And I'm not gonna make this the gym pod because I know I've been talking about it recently, but is part of my life, so it is my observations, and I do think it's like a bigger grasp of how, kind of how us men these days, I call myself a man, if, uh, unlike Tony Braxton, I, uh, I am man enough for you, um, okay, so it's still weird, it's so crazy, like, I remember the, or the first time I heard of, I, like, I legitimately thought it was just, like, a dude, and, and they say, well, no, she has a falsetto or a baritone voice. I don't know what it's technically called. And she's not a tr- she's not a trans. She's a woman. She just has a very, I guess, deep singing voice or whatever. But I think when she talks, like just everyday talk, I don't think she has a crazy deep voice. I think it's pretty, if, if I remember correctly, I think it's actually just pretty standard ladyish, whatever you want to call it. It's pretty, it's just, it's pretty light, I guess. But, neither here nor there. 
Uh, and yes, I just went there. Uh, show you the family values. Okay. But it feels like every room I go in, I get this like attention. And I think there's a different confidence I carry myself. And it's not even an extra. It's not even like an external effort I've had to make. Like when I walk in, I'm going to make sure they know who I am. I'm going to make sure. I t- it just has happened. And I notice it. And a part of me either wants to kind of dilute it when I'll, and just kind of be like this weird. Or like, you know what? I'm actually going to take advantage of this. And I'm going to see how different. Like, like a little bit of experiment. I want to see... How real is this shit that this present? Like, how how real is it that your body, how much does it matter? And I think it matters to different extents, but I think there's just a confidence that someone, when they have a great, when they have a great control of their body and they enter a room and you feel just like you have control of yourself. And when you have control of yourself, people are, Especially, you know, in this case as a man, women are attracted to guys that have kind of like a, have a sense of control about them. Have a sense of discipline, which typically comes in all this. It's all about discipline. And ability to just kind of have a presence. Because the party don't stop till I walk in. Don't stop. That's why I haven't been on TikTok in a while, uh, and it, it's weird, I feel like, I, I feel like this is, like, a natural evolution of just, like, as a guy, you kind of naturally, like, you're moving up, in type of, I, I hate that, I, I don't like, because with me, I feel like if you have to call yourself an alpha, you're probably not, so I never call myself any of that type of stuff, but, I feel like I get treated like one. I got a couple. I got a couple like hesitant waves. And you you know, I was watching a video. I was watching a. Because uh, I, I, this stuff was circulating in my head. I want to tell you what goes to my. So I was watching a YouTube video. I think it's, I think the YouTube channel is like Fit and Secret or something. It's this guy. And I kept seeing it on my recommended type of stuff. And I, you know, sometimes some shit just gets pushed down your throat, and you just get like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna click on this shit. I, I've shown no interest in these type of vids or whatever, but I'm gonna click on it. I clicked on the vid, and it was like a video of five ways you know a girl likes you at the gym. I think it was basically time. Basically, has to do with at the gym, how you kind of deal with that right like a girl likes you you see a pretty girl whatever and you want to talk like how do you go about that and what are the signs that she likes you part and one of the things was when you're randomly doing something and someone random and a girl randomly comes right by you to do a workout or to do an exercise that could have been easily done anywhere else and it happens kind of consistently and you maybe like wave or you know whatever and you kind of know it's like 
someone's looking at you while you're doing like some, I don't know, doggy, some uh, downward dog stretches, you know, for your warm up. I don't know. Just, you know, maybe doing some inward push ups, you know, gets the attention. I don't know. I'm, the, I'm just on the mat, baby. And uh, I'm the mat. <laughs> um, and it could be you too. Uh, lay it down and sweat me, baby. Uh, but basically, it was stuff like that, like, and, you know, little things here and there, like, and I noticed, like, okay, and I noticed the past couple times I've gone to the gym, I've been more mindful to pay attention to that, because typically I'm in my own world, I'm so focused, I'm in my own lane, everything else just kind of, eh, whatever, and I've noticed those things I saw in that vid, and I'm like, oh, this shit is real. Now that's just one observation. It could mean nothing. I'm not saying that every. I'm not saying this like every girl. That, no, I'm not really that type of dude. But it's a little bit. That that's what I'm talking about. Like people look at you different, and when people look at you and treat you different, you kind of have to change. You you kind of have to adjust to that. You can be the same person. But you got to be mindful how people look at you so you can act accordingly. It's like Drake said. <laughs> I know, Drake. Um, you only get finessed when you don't move properly. And the only way you don't understand it is if you're not adjusting to how people treat you properly. That's how you get finesse, in a sense. And ironically, he has a song called Finesse, which is honestly not that great of a song, but a lot of people like it. Um, it's been something, right? And I'm not, and I hate, you know, I, when I work, I'm in my own world. I'm so focused. I'm my, I go and get it in and I don't really like, I don't like talking to people while working out. I've never, like, yeah, you know, but you know, it's, uh. You, you notice a few things. And look, there is, some of it's an ego boost. I'm not going to lie to you. It feels good to have someone be attracted to you or maybe not even get your attention. But you're at the gym. You know, you may. It's, I do think there's a thing where it's not even about you may want to fuck them or get their number per se. But just like while you're there in that setting, it's like you know, regardless of anything out here in this world, this person is here to do the same thing I'm here to do. And there's that unison type of feeling. It's like when all these, it's like when girls are on their periods and they all hang around each other and then it all of a sudden matches up in synchronization, which I didn't think was a real thing, but apparently I learned a few years back, it's a real thing. And I, and I debated the person like, I don't know if that's true. And they're like, it is. And then I've been around enough. It's uh, very much true. Don't be around all of them at the same time. Whew. That's a, uh, keep bleeding my ears with your fucking bitching, um, <laughs> kidding, anyways, um, <laughs> no, nah, but, I, I just think it's human nature to, it's human nature to want to be attractive, and to be attracted. I like, I look at myself as a big tease. Like, I don't care to meet people and fuck them. 
like that. Like that, that's not my thing. I'm a let me get to know you by uh, getting to know what drives you wild, and let me multiply it by ten, baby. But I and I, I, I and you know the make like a bigger like a comparison that maybe people would actually give a fuck about. It's like. When when you make a lot of fucking money, like when you start getting that millionaire, billionaire type of shit, you can still have all the same problems and everything and all that. You can still look at yourself as this humble, I'm still the same guy, same girl, whatever. But everyone else doesn't look at you like that anymore. So they're not going to like just treat you like that. So they're not going to, they may not have the best intentions. Not everything's going to be genuine now. So you have to be much more maybe harsher, contrite. You gotta cut people out of your life. You gotta be more mindful of why does this why is this person randomly hit me up when we haven't talked in four years? Oh, they're asking me how are the kids, and then next thing you know, eight minutes of the conversation, it's like, hey, you know, actually I got this investment. I was thinking, I was wondering if I could pitch it to you. You know, and you gotta understand that not everyone that reaches out to you or calls you or whatever. Is reaching out because they actually want to call or talk to you about personal whatever. There's when you when you progress in different areas. Now when people are in your league, you gotta you start like you have to start at least like kind of having questioning. You gotta start have different standards. You gotta have a little bit of honestly. You gotta be kind of a douche about some things. You can't just be like, hey guys, whatever everyone wants, I got you. You know, I'm just here to be a guy. Because you know what? You're not just a guy. You're a very sexy, rich man. Well, I'm two-thirds of that equation. Um, <laughs> sexy and a man. Uh, but, yeah, I, I guess while in this pod today, on is... Uh, Man, it feels fucking great to for the ladies. Uh, if it, it feels, it feels. I I understand that when I walk into the room, I'm the room. I I I know I know you bring. I know when people. I know when ladies say. Uh, when you ask them, what do you bring to the table? They're like, I am the table. It's like, eh, yeah, you got a couple, you got a lot of broken stilts. Um, <laughs> they never specify how good this table is. Are we talking about like a picnic table, a folding table? One that could be easy, like, all right, I'll fold you, put, in you, put you in the attic for four months until we have another cookout. Like, I don't know what to tell you. They never actually get specific about the, uh, how sturdy this table is. You know, tables are flimsy. And like this pod, um, I'm about to fold. And uh, as Drake would say in the song Omerita, uh, shit, how's it go? Uh, oh, wait, no, in Oprah's bank account. Money and me in the same, but I just won't fold for you. And that is episode 146 of the Off and Beat podcast with Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow the pod, subscribe. I forgot to say that shit at the beginning, so no one's going to hear it now. Uh, follow the pod, hit the notification bell, but most importantly, ladies and gents, suck some titties, and, uh,
I do like mine. All right, guys and ladies, have a great day. Enjoy your day. Get fit today.